to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm super excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking about moving through disappointment. And the reason why this episode even came to mind is because of something that I recently went through, literally at the time that I'm recording this. This happened like a day and a half ago. Um, so it's real time example. And you know, I love talking to you about how I'm navigating things in real time because I'm on this growth journey with you. And I think it's really important for you to see examples of things and just get other ideas of how you can better support yourself through certain situations. So this is going to be able to relate to you, whether you are feeling disappointment because you got your period and you're trying to conceive, and it's just been a journey where you haven't been able to yet, or you haven't gotten your period and you're someone who's trying to get their period back and you feel disappointed every month when it's not coming, or if you're buying a house like we are doing, and that's where the disappointment is around where you're putting in offers and you're not getting them. Um, um, this could be around you're not seeing a change in your moods or your energy or your skin or, or your weight or whatever you're working on in your health. There's so many different ways that we can feel disappointed in our life. And that's just not something we're going to be able to avoid, right? We can't avoid disappointment, but we can change how we move through it. We can better support ourselves through the disappointment so that we can just you know, have a better experience with it and not let it completely wipe us out and keep us stuck. So I'm going to tell you a backstory because I think it's really important for you to have some context around what I'm talking about. Um, and then we're going to get into how I move through it and how you can support yourself through this. So the story of where this came up is if you're not familiar, my husband and I, we got married last June of 2022. I'm currently pregnant at the time that you're listening to this. I'm 27 weeks pregnant. Um, I'm due June 16th. So we just, um, our current condo that we're living in right now is under contract. So we're just, we didn't sell it yet, but it's under contract. So we're in the works with it and we are looking for a new house to buy. Um, the one that we're currently in is a one bedroom. So there's just not enough space. I want an office. First of all, also, obviously we need a room for the baby, whatever. So we're moving where our intention is to make sure that we're in the new home before the baby comes. Um, thankfully the person who bought our condo is literally an angel sent from heaven. Like no joke, divinely sent to us because she is the perfect buyer. She's giving us 60 days past closing in case we need to stay there. Um, if we don't get into a house in time, like she's just amazing. So anyway, that is the situation we're in right now. Um, we currently live on Long Island and if you are familiar or you're maybe in this season of life too, or maybe you're looking for a house, the housing market is a little wild right now. <laughs> there are just so many buyers and not as many houses. Things are going for like, like 30, 40, $50,000 over asking price. Like it is a wild experience. However, my intention going into this was our buying experience and our selling experience is going to be smooth, easy, just like flowing, aligned, all of it. And our selling experience was that way. And my intention is for the buying experience to be that way. However, of course, that doesn't mean that it's always going to be like 
happy little rainbows all the time. So recently what happened was, um, we found two of these houses that we really liked. Um, well really I fell in love with one of them. I was like, this is the one I just got this feeling inside. Like I could picture us there. It just like, I saw it all so clearly. Um, and I'm like, this is the one. So we put an offer in on it. We also put an offer in on another house that, I was just like, I liked the location. There were some things I liked about it, but I didn't get that full feeling of like, this is a yes, but we put an offer in on it anyway. Um, and we found out, uh, two days ago at the time that I'm recording this, that the one that I was like, so in love with, and I was like, this is it. Like we are getting this. We didn't get it. Um, we were, uh, there were multiple offers above us, like all, all the things, right? So that is, what I'm talking about from a disappointment standpoint, this is where this came up. Now, I am in no way, shape, or form comparing being disappointed about not getting a home to you being disappointed if you are trying to conceive and you're not able to. It is 100% not the same thing. It, it Obviously, this is way less of a, you know, upsetting experience than someone who is trying to get pregnant and that disappointment they experience every month, especially if it's something you've been going through for months and months or years at a time. So I just want to state that right up front that I am not comparing the two situations in any way. And I also know that this disappointment that I'm feeling in this whole situation is extremely privileged. Like I am extremely privileged to even be in this situation. So I am fully, fully, fully aware of all of that. At the same time, I do want to talk to you about this experience because I know there are some of you who are in this stage of life who are experiencing this too. And the way that I am going to present this to you about how to move through it is going to support you no matter what your disappointment is. Okay. So I just want to state that from the top. So anyway, we found out we didn't get this house. I was so upset. I was crying. Obviously, again, like I said, I'm 27 weeks pregnant. I got a lot of hormones going on. So crying easily is something that just happens these days. But I cried for the rest of the day. I was just like, so not the whole day, but I was just like on and off, like super upset, super bummed and part of the next morning. Now, the thing is, again, we can't avoid disappointment, but we can choose how we move through it. And my intention for you with this episode is, is by talking about this. And first of all, I wanted to give context around this because I think context is really important. So you know, like where I'm coming from with this, but my intention is for you to really drop any shame that you maybe have around disappointment, especially if you have a lot of other good things going on in your life. And you're like, I shouldn't feel disappointment about this. Like, you know, if you feel like you um, sh- are guilty because like, oh, I shouldn't feel as upset about it or whatever. Right. I want you to drop any shame that you have around it. And I want you to allow yourself to feel the feelings of disappointment that you feel with whatever the situation is for you and then move out of it. So you don't stay stuck there because that energy isn't going to help your situation. And this is the entire point of me recording this episode for you, because I want you to be able to feel your feelings, validate them no matter what the situation is, but then be able to move through it more quickly because staying stuck in that low vibe energy, especially if you are someone who has been facing disappointment, like I said, with trying to conceive or trying to get your period back or whatever it is, or even something bigger, not bigger, if something different than that, whatever the situation situation is, it can be very easy to get stuck in that energy of just like feeling like it's never going to happen. I'm really disappointed, blah, 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 right? All of that. Okay. And I want us to move through that today. So that is my intention. So the first thing that I want you to do is when you have this 
experience, right? Whether that is you see that you're not ovulating, you're tracking your basal body temperature and you're like, I'm not seeing that spike in my temperature and it's so disappointing every month, or I'm getting my period and I want to get pregnant and it's so disappointing to see that, or I'm taking the pregnancy test and it's saying negative, or I'm just not getting my period month after month after month, like whatever your situation is, I really want you to allow yourself to feel what actually comes up when you feel disappointed. Because I noticed myself when I was, you know, when my agent called our, our, when our real estate agent called us and told us, we didn't get it. I felt myself like trying to like push down how upset I actually was, but that's not helping because pushing it down, it's not erasing it. It's just literally pushing it down. It's going to come out in another way. And that is a recipe for, you know, really messing up your nervous system and causing a lot more health issues than you actually need to, because that's what happens when you suppress your feelings. So I really want you to allow the feelings to come up, to move through you without like a time limit of how long it should take. Like, oh, like this, whether you think in your head, the situation is big, small, medium, whatever it is, it's like, oh, it shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't be upset over this still. It's been hours or it's been a day. Like I shouldn't still be upset about this. Just release that. Okay. Just like allow yourself to feel whatever it is and without judging what feelings are coming up and what feelings are being, are present right there. Um, for me, my release is crying. Like that's like how I release the energy and how I like feel things. If I'm upset about something, even if I'm like really angry, sometimes I, I cry. Uh, that's just like what my release is. Maybe it's the same for you. Maybe it's yelling. And that doesn't mean to like go yell and scream at other people, but you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like hitting a pillow, like whatever it is, shaking your body, like really getting into your body, whatever it is, I want you to release it and let yourself be upset because that is so huge. So let yourself feel it without shame, without guilt, without burying it down. And again, some of you, maybe you are moms or maybe you find this out when you're at work and you can't just like immediately start hysterically crying depending on where you're at and what like in your day when you find something out, but when you can have the space to do it, make sure you carve that space out to let your feelings come up so you can actually feel them. Whether it's when you're driving home and you have a couple of minutes without your kids there, if you are a mom, or when you're taking a shower, you could just like let it all out in the shower, whatever it is, really carve that time out so you can give yourself the space to release those emotions fully um, as much as you can, because whatever we don't feel, we suppress, and it is going to come up in a different way. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is what are you making this situation mean about you? Right. What, what do I want us to move away from is that whatever the disappointment situation is, it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy of having this thing. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean that um, it's going to continue happening. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Like Whatever it is, what are you making it mean about you? Because a lot of times we can identify with situations that are happening and make it mean something about us. Like, oh, it's just not going to happen for us. Or, oh, oh my God, like we're just, we're, we're, we're not worthy enough for this house or we're not worthy enough to have this baby or we're not worthy enough to you know, get our period or my body's just broken. Like, what are you making mean about you? I want you to like visually detach yourself from the situation and know that it has nothing to do with you as a person. This is just an outside circumstance, an outside situation that is happening that has nothing to do with who you are as a person. It doesn't change who you are as a person. It doesn't mean anything about you. So I want you to literally physically detach yourself from it, which I know can be really difficult, especially if it's something that's going on in your body, like getting pregnant, like not getting pregnant, like getting your period, like not getting your period. You could be like, well, Corinne, 
it, it is about me. It's in my body. What I mean by saying detaching yourself from it is that it doesn't have anything to do with the worthiness of you and that it's not you know, a part of who you are and something that can't be shifted, can't be changed, can't be improved. And I just want you to really detach yourself from feeling disappointment within yourself and who you are as a person. I want you to allow your feelings to come up and like feel disappointment about the actual situation, but I want you to try and separate it from who you are as a person and not allow it to be something that you are disappointed about who you are. Make it about the situation. So literally visualize it separating in your brain or like it's like linked together right now, like detaching the links so you don't identify as the actual situation, okay? So that's number two. So number one, feel it. Number two, detach yourself from the situation and not making it about you or that you're a bad person or whatever. And then, like I mentioned before, I really want you to release any shame or guilt that you feel about being disappointed. Like, oh, it could be so much worse. There's so much good happening. I shouldn't be upset about this. Like that's something that comes up for me because there is so many good things that are happening in my life. Like I'm fully, fully, fully aware of that. And that can help once you're in a better state of mind. Cause that is something that helps me get out of it. But when you're in the thick of it, when you're feeling the disappointment, thinking about some of those things like, Oh my God, but there's so many good things going on. Like I shouldn't feel this. That's not going to help you. That just makes you feel shame and guilt. So there is a time to think about that stuff to help pull you out of the situation, but it's not in the actual moment. It's not when you're in the thick of it, that doesn't help. Your feelings are valid. You don't need to be compared to anyone else or to anything else in your life. You don't have to compare the situation to anything. It just is what it is right now and let yourself feel it without the shame, the guilt or anything attached to it. Okay. And then the next part that really helps me is just like accepting where I am right now. It's like, okay, I'm just going to accept like the rest of this day might be a lower vibe day. And that doesn't mean like when something happens, like, oh shit, this, this annoying thing happened today. So that means the rest of the day is a wash. Like that's not what I mean around that because there's always ways to help support ourselves through it. But I just knew with, it was towards the end of the day, I was just really upset. Like I, again, my hormones are all over the place from being pregnant. Like I was just like, okay, I'm just going to accept that. Like I'm not going to be my usual energetic bubbly self for the rest of the day, probably right now. And that's okay. Maybe I will, but if not, it's okay. I'm just accepting what it is, but knowing that, okay, once I go to sleep and once I start a new day, I have the opportunity to shift it because the thing is, it's a lot easier to shift our vibration, to shift our mood when obviously you could totally do that throughout the day. Like I'm not saying that you can't do that, but it is a lot easier after a good night's sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, it's like a fresh new start. Right. And that's not saying like throw away the day. You know what I'm getting? You're picking up and I'm putting down with this. Okay. Okay. I want to pop in here super quickly because I want to share a product and a company with you that I am so happy I found that my clients absolutely love and that I'm personally going to be using, especially in my postpartum time. Um, it's called temp drop. I've talked about it a little bit on this podcast before. If you have been a listener for a while, but temp drop, temp (laughs) drop, Temp Drop is a fertility tracker. Um, it really helps you identify your fertile window without sacrificing the sleep. Um, it helps you get an accurate basal body temperature reading without setting an alarm clock. So for those of you who want to track your fertile windows, which I hope that you do to know when you're fertile, to know when you're not, whether you want to get pregnant or whether you want to actively avoid pregnancy without birth control, you have to be tracking your basal body temperature. I'm so huge on this. I will put a link in the show notes for the episode of how to properly 
properly track it if you are unfamiliar with it. Um, your basal body temperature is your waking temperature. And what's really, really awesome about temp drop is that when you're taking your basal body temperature, it's really important that you take it at the same time every morning for accuracy. But what temp drop has created is an armband that you wear while you're sleeping that takes the average of, of your temperature. So you don't have to wake up at the same time every morning. You don't have to worry about setting an alarm clock just so you can get an accurate temperature, especially if you're someone who is a new mom or a mom in general, or you're a shift worker, or you're simply someone who just has a random schedule and you're not waking up at the same time every morning. It's so important to have accurate temperatures when you're tracking your fertile window, especially if you want to get pregnant or you are actively avoiding it without hormonal birth control, this is key. This is exactly why I'm going to be using TempDrop in my postpartum because obviously my sleep is going to be all over the place and non-existent for a while. Um, and I want to make sure that I am knowing exactly when and if I'm going to be ovulating all the things. So if you want to check out TempDrop, again, my clients who have it right now that love it, some of them are nurses, some of them are moms, some of them are none of the above. They just like that they don't have to to wake up at the same time and put the temperature in their mouth. That's just like right on their armband. It connects with an app. Like they make it super, super easy. Um, it's backed by science. Obviously it really helps you learn your pattern. Like I'm obsessed. So you can go to temp drop. That's T E M P D R O P.com. And then you get their whole kit and you could save 10% using code a F Corinne. All this will be in the show notes. If you're driving or you're doing laundry or chasing your kids around or something right now, obviously I'll put all this information in the show notes, but if you are someone who is tracking or you're not and you want to start because I really, really hope you do, it's so important to start tracking your basal body temperature and to know when you're fertile and know that you actually are ovulating. This is one of the most convenient ways to do it. Um, so I can't wait for you to try it out. Tempdrop.com. Use code AFCRIN at checkout to save 10%. If you have any questions, you know where to find me and all of the details will be in the show notes. So that is, that's, that was that, right? So I felt it, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like move through the day. Everything is good. Like I, I, you know, moved myself out of it a little bit, but I was still just like feeling a little low. And then, um, woke up the next day. I'm like, okay, here's what helps me shift, um, the next day and just like shift energy in general is sticking to my rituals that I always do to help raise my, raise my vibration. This is the thing. It's like the rituals that we have in the morning. I am such a huge person of having rituals in the morning because the way that you start your day is really going to set the tone for the rest of your day. And it's easy to feel good when everything is perfect or which is never the case when everything is, when most things are going well, it's easy to feel good. It's when things are kind of hitting the fan that it could be a little bit harder. And when you have these rituals in place, like daily meditation or journaling, moving your body, things like this, those rituals are what help even more and are more important when you are going through disappointment, when you are facing something that's hard, these rituals are what's going to help bring you out of it. So sticking to these rituals that I always do that help raise my vibe. Again, for me, it's meditating, journaling, moving my body every single day. That is what's going to help me now. And I did all those things the next morning and I wasn't crying upset anymore about it. I was more in a neutral state. I wasn't like my normal, like happy, energetic, like vibey self that you normally hear. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling like that immediately in the morning. Um, but I was like more like in neutral, right? I was just like, okay, we're chilling in neutral. I'm definitely feeling better. I'm feeling a little bit more hopeful. I'm not feeling super defeated anymore, but like we're just chilling in neutral. Listen to some music. It helped a little bit, like those kinds of things. And then I was just like sitting in neutral. Okay. But then, 
two tactics that I really want to share with you that really helped me shift out of this. And I want you to take what makes sense with this episode and leave what doesn't. That's always the vibe. Okay. Number one is to get off the subject that you are disappointed about and think about something completely different that has nothing to do with what you're disappointed about that actually brings you joy. Because what's so easy is when we are disappointed about something, again, whether for you it's conceiving, getting your period, um, anything with your health or getting a house or whatever, right? Like literally this guy, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It could be with a partner, whatever it is, right? When we stay on that topic that we're disappointed about, it's very easy for us to just continue feeling disappointed about it, especially if your current thought about it is one of disappointment. If you ha- When you have a thought for more than like 30 seconds, law of attraction, another thought like it comes and meets it. So it's like a snowball effect. So you just continuously are going to start thinking more and more and more disappointing thoughts that's going to keep you stuck in that place. So getting off the subject entirely is what is so, so helpful for me. And that's what eventually got me completely out of the the low vibe state. Because when you get off the subject totally and you think about something else that does bring you joy and that you can get excited about, that you are looking forward to something, when you just feel better in general, even about a completely different subject, it's going to help you feel better overall, including around the subject that you are initially disappointed about. So say you're disappointed right now about not getting pregnant, about not getting your period, about whatever your situation is. Think about whatever the situation you've been thinking about this whole time. Say you're disappointed about that. What is something going on in your life that you can get excited about, that you can find joy around? Is it something in your career, in your business, with your family? Um, maybe it's with your health that something's going really, really well. Maybe you are pregnant. And you're like, oh my God, I could always go back to that and feel so excited about that. Maybe it's for you. Maybe you did just find a house that you want to buy and everything's going great. And you're like, oh my God, yay. Like, what is a subject? Maybe it's your partnership, your family, like, literally whatever it is, what is a subject that you, that is going well in your life that you could think about and get excited about and plan something around or like, just like feel into it and get into that subject that you could start being excited and feel better. Because when you start feeling better in general, again, whenever you have a thought that is, you know, exciting, uplifting, abundant, joyful for more than like 30 seconds, another one is going to join it. And then you're going to just slowly start raising your vibration. And when you start feeling better in general about whatever subject, you are eventually going to be able to look at what you are disappointed about with a different lens, with a different perspective, so that you can have a better perspective around it in general. But it takes you sometimes getting off that subject and just getting excited about something else. So that is what I did. And that was so, so, so helpful for me. So that is number one, uh, one tactic to help you really shift out of it. And then the second one is leaning back on my faith and my beliefs and knowing like my full belief and full knowing that all of this is happening for me. It's all working out for me in the perfect timing, in divine timing, whatever the situation is, it's meant to teach me something. Not getting this house is meant to teach us something. It gives us an opportunity to really grow and evolve and learn. It gave us, me and my husband, more opportunities to talk about certain things within the offer, within the house, with how we navigated all of this stuff. It's for you, maybe with, with not getting pregnant. What is this teaching you? It's teaching you a lesson in some way, shape, or form of, okay, maybe this time for me to start 
working with someone, whether that's a naturopath or joining a course or whatever it is, like the stuff that I'm doing right now is really not supporting me. And I know that it feels like it's time to work with someone so I can actually, you know, learn, do something different than what I'm doing right now. Maybe, you know, literally I could go on and on and on and on on about this, but you understand what I'm saying with it's, you are a, there's an opportunity for you to look at the situation from a lens of there's a lesson here. It's working out for me. What is it trying to teach me? What is this situation actually teaching me? Because it is happening for the, my greatest good. Maybe I can't see it right now. Maybe I don't exactly know the answer to this now, but I know in a few weeks, months, years, I'm going to look back at the situation and know exactly why it happened and why this actually, you know, what it taught me and how I was able to, how it gave me the opportunity to grow in a way that I was, that was beneficial for me. Cause all these situations that are happening, you have the opportunity to either stay stuck and feel defeated and just stay like, this is never going to happen. Or you have the opportunity to grow and to evolve and to see it in a different perspective and to make the best of whatever the situation situation is and change it as best as you can with a different perspective and with the lens of, okay, this is all working out for me. I know it's all working out perfect timing. What can I do from a strategic lens that's going to help support this? Who can I have around me that's going to help me through this? Like looking at all of that as well. Um, but leaning back on my faith is really helpful for that. Whether for you, that's believing in the universe, source, God, whatever it is, that is something that always really helps me. And just thinking like, okay, I know it's going to work out because things are always working out. When I look back on things, I know it's, I know it's perfect. And then from this place, it's when you're able to look at the things that are actually good in your life and, and raise up right before I was saying like, when you're in the thick of it, thinking about things that are good in your life to just like, it kind of makes you feel shame and guilt for feeling disappointed. But when you're in this state where you're like, okay, I'm thinking about my faith. I know things are working out for me, blah, 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 blah. Then you could say like, for example, we have the most amazing buyer. I'm so freaking grateful that she was sent to us. Literally, I'm so grateful for her. Like that energy brings me right out of it. I'm so grateful for being pregnant right now. I'm so grateful for, um, you know, being able to stay in this house if we need to before we get another one. I'm so grateful for all of my clients. I'm so grateful for the growth of this podcast. Like I'm so grateful for my family, like all these things. Okay. Whatever it is for you, that's when we could start thinking about that. And then I want to just pose some of these questions to you that can help you like just like lift up and up and up and start like changing that perspective. And this is not going to be an easy thing to do, especially if this is something that you have been disappointed about for a really long time, which is why if that is something that's going on with you, I really hope you have a mentor or uh, someone in your corner that's helping you not only physically, if it is something health related, but also mentally and emotionally, because that is what's most important as well. Um, because that's what this whole episode is about. I don't want you to stay stuck in that mental and emotional draining place that it can be in because that energy is not going to help get you where you want to go. It's just not going to. Um, and I'm not saying that it's obviously bad to feel that way. I want you to feel it when it comes up, but we don't want to stay stuck there. Okay. So some questions to ask yourself is, how easy can you allow this to be? How simple can you allow this situation to be? How fun can you allow it to be? How abundant, how rapid can you allow the actual you know, desire to come about? 
How meaningful, how joyful, how big, how impactful, like how good can you let it get? How much can you grow from this? How, how much can you allow yourself to learn? How much can you allow yourself to expand? How, how much better can you allow this to get? Like really just asking yourself better questions around it. You're going to get better answers. And the more open and the more willing I am and you are to see the potential in it all, the more, the more that you're going to receive the potential growth from the disappointments, the potential lessons, the potential, like the potential that you have from this experience. Imagine what it could be like on the other side. If you saw it from that lens, this or something better, this or something better, this or something better. And then the more and more and more you'll be able to receive. So I want to close this episode out with taking a few breaths together And I want you to really do your best to release the past, release the disappointments, release any past experiences that you feel like are really holding you back right now. And I want you to look forward with fresh eyes, with a new perspective, with a better outlook, and really truly believe that there's a greater force around you supporting you every single step of the way and leading you in the right direction. And your job is to trust your intuition enough to actually listen to the nudges that are coming up to trust your intuition enough when even though it's scary and you're like, wait, this makes no sense. This makes no logical sense. Why I'm feeling X, Y, and Z, why I'm feeling like I should go and do this. Why I'm feeling like I should say no to this. Why I'm feeling like I should say yes to this. Like it makes no logical sense, but my intuition is telling me to do that. That is your job to listen to that. And the more that you do that, the more that you're going to allow the, you know, the sources, yeah, the forces, there's a word, the forces greater than us to support you. So that's what I want you to really, really take in. And we're just going to take a couple few breaths and then we're going to close this out. Okay. So if it's safe for you to do so right now, close your eyes. If you're walking or driving or taking care of tiny humans, like leave your eyes open. But if you can just close your eyes right now and just let all the air out of your body. And just shake it out, shake your body a little bit and just get comfortable. Really notice, like relax your eyebrows, relax your jaw, unclench it. If it's clenched, let the, your tongue get away from the roof of your mouth. If you feel like your jaw is tight, relax your shoulders down, really like literally like pull them up and then roll them down. Relax your arms, let your chest feel open, your heart feel open, relax your belly and your legs and your feet, your fingers, your toes, let it all go. And if your eyes are closed, I want you to turn your attention towards your third eye, which if you're unfamiliar with that, that is the spot in the center of your forehead, right like above your eyebrows in the center of them. And just take a big, deep breath in through your nose and then let it out. Take another deep breath in through your nose and let it go. And when you inhale, I want you to really inhale all the air, fill up your belly, then fill up your chest. And when you feel like you can't inhale anymore, inhale a little bit more and then release it. Okay. So let all the air out and let's do another one big inhale together. 
and let it go. Slowly let the air out. All the air so you have nothing left inside. And I just want you in this moment, when you calm down, you calmed your nervous system down to really look at whatever situation you've been thinking about from a new perspective, from how is this working out for me? What is the next best step I can take? Who can I surround myself with that's going to help me in this situation? How are my spirit guides, the team, universe, whatever it is, how can I just trust them more that this is working out? And how can I trust myself more and my intuition more to lead me to where I need to go, to who I need to be, to who I need to get support from to help me with this situation? And if your eyes are closed, just take it all in, slowly open your eyes. Ah. Felt so good. Okay. I hope that you liked this episode. Please let me know what you thought about it. I would love to know what situation was like up in your mind the whole time that we're talking about this. Come message me on Instagram at Karin Angelica. I love hearing what's going on in your world. I want to know what you're navigating, what disappointments you are working through. If this episode helped you, sharing it on social media and tagging me is like the best way for me to know that you enjoyed it. Sharing with a friend, like I so appreciate you. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here with me and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.